Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by one day Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. Produced in conjunction with GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber. To the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Ronda. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode of Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. I'm Ron Kruk with former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buck Rondé Barber. Guys, happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Likewise, Ron, happy Thanksgiving to you and to all of our listeners and viewers out there. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoy the turkey day. Well, how do you guys cook turkey? Do y'all cook it over uh, a, a smoker? Uh, on the grill, what do you what do y'all do? Because uh, uh, the store, all you of it, buy, all of it, it made, <laughs> all of it involves fire. So Good you point. might take out my picture right now and just put a fire emoji, because that's what I was last week on y'all's asses. Oh man, right. I think I, I mean, got everything right. I I called the indie upset of the Bills. Yeah, called the Titans pretenders. Tannehill throws four interceptions, and then there was that Monday night game that oh, I think that was going to be. Yeah, and what I mean, ended I, up being you know, we 20. usually guys serve up some turkey on Thanksgiving, but I mean, today <laughs> we have prepared some delicious crow, especially for turkey, <laughs> and that's because his New York Giants did go down to Rondé's Bucks 30 to 10 on Monday night football, easily covering the 11 point spread. So, uh, you know, Rondé, you know. It's it. Give it to your brother. It's all you. I, I am. I am thankful that I am always right against Tiki. Oh, shut it up. You had nothing to do. You have a better team with a Hall of Fame quarterback, the goat, and a great coach, and who has a great coaching staff. And we have Joe Judge, who forced Jared Jason Garrett on him, who's now fired Dave Gettleman, who can't draft a, a successful first rounder or second rounder, Will Hernandez, for that matter, uh, in the last half a decade. So, I mean, of course, you were going to win this game. The question was by how much. Uh, we looked horrible. Very horrible, and it cost Jason Garrett his job. Yes, Talking I'm very about curious. Coaching. Did you guys make a side bet? Like, do you, does someone no, have I didn't to wear talk a to jersey? Him. Are you wearing a Buccaneer jersey? This I did not week? talk to him at all. Mm, I smart refused. Man. I, well I, done, I very, <laughs> I very conspicuously though have red under my sweater today. <laughs> oh, I see that. Well done. And I have mm, blue on my collar. Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh man i wanted a side bet like someone had to drink a quart of brown gravy at thanksgiving or something <laughs> like that i don't know but cheeky hey you know i i know you guys had a great time out at the wicked wolf tavern in hoboken new jersey 
uh, the, how'd the watch party go? Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Rondé was actually at the game gallivanting and socializing with everybody under the moon while I was at the Wicked Wolf Tavern uh, in Hoboken, New Jersey. So I want to thank them. Uh, my buddy Brian Axelrod stopped by, who is a is a distributor of of alcohol. Uh, so we had some proper twelve. Conor McGregor. Uh, <laughs> Conor McGregor, exactly. Nice. But also for Superbook for putting on an unbelievable event. Uh, it was a lot of people there. Um, I think it was uh it was it was highly giants crowd and they were highly disappointed because the game got off the rails pretty quickly but it was fun we had a good time and i and i thank everybody for for putting that together i i enjoyed it so did my wife who came as well awesome great to hear and uh, i have to say the highlight of that game though was the picture of you two with bruce arians when he was babysitting you two that was fantastic well, that's that's old school. I actually had a roast of Bruce on Thursday night this week. He was gracious enough to give us some time for our member guest. I got a new silverware up there, by the way. Can you see it? Oh, um, and so he came by. He came by, and uh, uh, I roasted him. And I asked him some pretty pointed questions about that bottle of Chivas in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see Tiki's tweet too. That was great. Where you, you just circled the bottle back there. As you know, many it, times it as I've seen that, Ron. As many times as I've seen that picture, I've never noticed that bottle ever. ever. And I've seen that picture hundreds of times, and that I've never seen hilarious. it. But that's Bruce Arians. <laughs> Even though it I actually might it. have been, it actually might have been mine and my our parents' house. I don't know. It could have been our house. <laughs> uh, great stuff. Look it up on Twitter if you didn't see it. But guys, uh, let's get things rolling. Week twelve is here. Unbelievable to say that. Highlighted by three games on Thanksgiving. Only two teams on by this week. They are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Arizona Cardinals. So let's get to our first game, man. Maybe a preview of the NFC Championship game as the NFC North leading 8-3 and three Green Bay Packers face off against the 7-3 and three LA Rams who sit in second place uh, in the NFC West. Green Bay uh, coming off a loss at Minnesota and the Rams, wow, have now lost two in a row and just had their bye week. Packers still own the best record, guys, in the NFL against the spread at 9-1, and one, while the Rams are upside down with a 4-6 and six against the spread record. The projected temperature, I did some research this week, guys, yeah. uh, at kickoff around uh, 36 degrees, so the not-so-frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. The line coming in, Superbook.com. This one, guys, interesting. Green Bay opened as a minus two favorite. It is currently sitting at a pick em. Mm. And the over-under at 47 and a half. Uh, I was going to go with Tiki first, but, I mean, Rondé's on fire, and he won the bet, so I got to toss it to Rondé first. So, the Rams. Like, bye week sometimes helps you, sometimes does not. If I'm a betting man and it's a pick em, I'm definitely taking the pack at home. And here's why. This is still a battle of uh, two of the best teams in the NFC. They're still they're going to be in it at the end. Uh, I know uh, both of them lost last week. Rams on a two-game skid. The, the weather, I'm glad you mentioned that, 36 degrees, 27, 27 degree low. So it's going to get colder as the day goes on. This is a 425 kick on Fox. Um, I have one reason I'm picking Green Bay. The, the Rams are soft. 
All you have to do is watch that Monday night game where they just got run through by the San Francisco 49ers run game, and, and you start to say, can this team really be tough? They're front runners. They're all their Ws except for one. I think it was Seattle. Uh, they had a halftime lead. So it, 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 there's, there's a little bit that might give you pause about the Packers because Kirk Cousins looked like a surgeon against their secondary <laughs> last, yeah. year, last week. I'm sorry. Uh, and that's been my worry all along. Joe Barry, who's a good friend of mine, he was a defensive back coach here in Tampa. He called plays for one year in Detroit, and it was the year they did not win a football game. He's obviously gotten better. His defense is playing well. But there come some crunch time decisions that you have to make, and it doesn't look like he did it. Jeff, Justin Jefferson last week, eight catches for 169 yards and two touchdowns. There wasn't really a question of who was the best receiver in that game. It wasn't Devontae Adams, right? So I asked myself, can Stafford exploit this secondary even even more? Mm. They have obviously two of the best rushers in in football, in Aaron Donald uh, and and uh, Leonard Floyd right now. Um, on offense, the Rams have another week, possibly getting Odell more uh, involved in in the, into this offense and. Can he help replace Robert Woods? I don't know. Cooper Cup's MVP candidate. Uh, who knows? Uh, I'll tell you this. If the if the Rams don't get off to a fast start, you're going to see uh, the Aaron Rodgers of old just demolish this football team. Wow. Uh, Devontae finally had a 100-yard game. It's, it's, a, it's a sneaky, you know, there's a sneaky stat out there that, that, that makes me say maybe not. The Rams are 4-1 and one on the road this year. And I Good don't point. really know how to explain that, but they are. They play better on the road than they than they have in their in their two loss at home. So all factors involved, I'm taking the pack here in this pick'em. Yeah, you know it's hard for me to disagree with this and uh, this one. And as great as Raheem Morris is as a dude, I love him. He's a defensive coordinator of the Rams. It's Rondé's boy. Uh, for some reason, Jalen Ram- uh, Ramsey, who's been so excellent his entire career, he's playing just kind of. Average 58% completion percentage against not not bad, not great either. Aaron Donald, six and a half sacks. It's not bad, it's not great either. Leonard Floyd, seven sacks. It's not bad, not great either. They're just yeah. kind of middling right now. This Rams team on both sides of the football. And Rondé mentioned the Odell Beckham Jr. addition. And could the bye week help integrate him into this Sean McVay system? The answer is no. <laughs> the only thing it's going to do is force you to think about throwing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. We know for the last two teams that he's been on the Giants and then obviously the Cleveland Browns when you force balls to Odell Beckham Jr. they generally lead to interceptions so uh, I think the weather is the biggest part of this one when it starts getting cold and you're just kind of playing average football it gets really easy to just kind of lay your not like lay it down but just like tip this to tip the point down just a little bit so i like the packers in this one as well mainly because of home field and i know aaron Rodgers has that toe injury i'm assuming it's like a broken toe because he's like it's not yeah. just toe, but yeah. it, i'm assuming it's a broken toe it didn't stop him from throwing for 370 yards last week even after a slow start so i think that he and Devonte adams and even his little clutch guy randall cobb are going to find ways to get things done yeah, clean sweep for me, guys. I'm with you. You know, I think, again, as you mentioned, the weather is going to be the fa- a big factor. But also look at how Matthew Stafford has traditionally struggled in Green Bay. Now, of course, he 
was with the Lions. So uh, we, we, we can't hold that against him. But it's just one of those things that he's never really had great games up there. And uh, the Packers are dealing with some injuries. There's no doubt about it. The O-line, they've lost some starters. And, and Tiki, as you said, uh, the injured toe of Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, he still threw four touchdowns in week 11. I think the Packers' defense is going to be the key. They'll get to Stafford. I'll take uh, Green Bay in this one as well. All right, sign up now for Superbook at Superbook.com. Download the app and make sure you're following us on social media at Superbook Sports. All right, guys. A massive matchup in the AFC for our second uh, game of the week. Uh, make another possible uh, championship <laughs> game preview as the streaking New England Patriots, winners of five straight. They travel to Tennessee to face the eight and three Titans, who are coming off a shocking loss at home to the Houston Texans which officially eliminated me from my survivor pool. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Tennessee. Uh, not bitter, though. Not bitter. Hey, it, here's your random factoid of the week. The Titans' loss to the Texans marked the first time in NFL history a team on an eight-game losing streak beat a team on a six-game winning streak. Mm, yeah. I can see it. That's what turnovers will do to you. And the Tennessee Titans turned the ball over five times against the Houston Texans. All with Tyra Taylor, who wasn't great, but he was great with his legs. Uh, that was that was enough. And by the way, talk about weather. It was driving rain. And that's oh, yeah. one of the most difficult situations to come back in. Ryan Tannehill looked lost. Uh, some of those throws were just it looked like he was intentionally throwing it to the other team. But this game is is interesting. The Pat, the Patriots who have been dominating over the last really seven weeks, because if you yeah. go back to the, the loss, the one loss in their streak, it was the Dallas Cowboys. And that was an overtime. Uh, other than that, they played pretty clean football. And a lot of it is because of Mac Jones. We talk about how great he is. And uh, he's in the perfect system with Josh McDaniels uh, coaching him and mentoring. I mean, doesn't make the same mistakes over uh, and over again. But it's really their defense, man. Matt Judon is 10 and a half sacks on the season. You can't miss him because he wears those 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 bright red sleeves. And he's a monster, right? No matter what he wants to do to you, he can do it. Whether he's he's dipping underneath you, he powers through the weight of these offensive tackles and just gets around, scoots around to the quarterback. But it's the secondary. J.C. Jackson's got six interceptions. Talked mm. about Jalen Ramsey's completion percentage against. He's at 50. He's almost 40. 49% completion percentage against, which is exceptional for defensive back. And uh, Adrian Phillips has four interceptions. Uh, Kyle Duggar has three. And we're not even talking about their best cornerback. So I think that, that this, this New England team is built the way that Bill Belichick has always built his New England teams. And that's with the dominating, suffocating defense. And he's got it. And he's got a quarterback who just doesn't make mistakes. I like the Pats here. I know they're laying six and a half. Uh, but I like the Pats to win this one by a touchdown or more. And that game opened up as the Patriots five and a half, as you mentioned, Tiki, up to six and a half now over under 44 and a half. Rondé, what's your take on this game? Well, as as divisive as we were uh, last week, we are going to agree. <laughs> this week, I'm sticking to my guns on this Titans team, man. They are not who their record says they are mm-hmm. without Eric Henry. Mike Vrabel is a hell of a coach. I, I think he's one of the best in the, in the league. He he gets the most out of his teams. But talent is what talent is, right? And watch out for their quarterback. He he can sling it. He threw for 323 yards last year, but he cannot this year take care of the football. Tiki, you mentioned his interceptions. He has 12 this year. In his previous two years, 
He had 13 total. And by the way, he's also the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. They don't have a runner. Jeremy Nichols, uh, Deontay Freeman, Dontrell Hilliard, who I kind of like the way he runs the football. Uh, But he's got 29 rushing attempts in his career. Hmm. Like, come on. It speaks for itself. Last week, Ryan Tannehill threw 52 passes. There is no way this team no. is winning any game, much less against a New England team that's ranked third in defense, uh, has the most interceptions in the league, is 28, 28 sacks or third most in the league. And Tiki, you said J.C. Jackson isn't their best corner. J.C. Jackson's uh, uh, four inter- or five interceptions this year. Six. On top of, or six interceptions this yeah. year. On top of the nine he had last year, mm-hmm. on top of the five he had the year before that, he's got 23 interceptions in his career. Dude was undrafted. <laughs> he is the best quarterback on that football team. So you yeah. hear what I'm preaching, right? This uh, this Pats D gives up 10 points a game. It might be less than that this week. Yeah, they're, they're asking Mac Jones to do very little. He's got yeah. one 300-yard game this year. They but But what shocked me when I was looking into this game only one person in the NFL, Kyler Murray, has a higher completion percentage than Mac Jones. All he does is take care of the football. He's got a great tight end that's got seven touchdowns, Hunter Henry. Let your D win. It's a winning formula. Trust me. We won a Super Bowl doing the exact same thing. Belichick has won many Super Bowls doing the exact same thing. Take the pats here. Titans can't score enough points to cover this. Yeah, by the way, you talk about J.C. Jackson being un- undrafted. Uh, Matt Judon, who I mentioned before with 10 and a half sacks. Grand yeah. Valley State. Valley, yeah, representing right. <laughs> New England guys, seven and four against the spread this season, but only two and four at home. Tennessee is also seven and four against the spread, an impressive four and one on the road. One of the storylines I like in this too is is that Bill Belichick has never beaten Mike Vrabel, and I see it bad. <laughs> I know. Now, it's only two games, but listen, I mean, Vrabel knows all about, you know, Belichick. He spent eight seasons playing for him in New England, but the factor is no Travis Henry is is really now hurting the Titans. Derek Derek Henry, you mean? Derek Henry, excuse me. Uh, Yeah, and with him out, you're putting so much on Tannehill to to make some plays. You mentioned the mistakes he's making, how many times he's throwing the ball. Six games, uh, he's had uh, past six games throwing six picks. So, um, you know, that that team has been destroyed by injuries too. I, I saw a stat that they've played 39 different guys on defense. I mean, wow. that's crazy. I'm riding the hot hand. I'm with you. I mean, we must be in the holiday spirit because we're agreeing on any, everything today. Um, hey, by the way, by the way, when Derrick Henry was running for uh, Tennessee, yeah, uh, Ryan Tannehill averaged 20 less passes a game. Just mm-hmm. Huge, huge factor. I'm going with the Patriots, too, uh, laying the six and a half. Uh, And, you know, we mentioned this a few weeks ago, guys. Do we take a value bet on the Patriots winning the AFC? Uh, Our producer, Mike Rigg, just showed us they're up to five to one now to win the AFC. We told you. We told you two weeks ago. We did. We did. I hope you guys listen because we said it. They're only trailing now the Kansas City Chiefs, who are uh, three and one. Make sure you check all future odds at superbook.com. By the way, I didn't mention I did that's the game I didn't mention early in the show. You jokers took cowboys. We did. <laughs> we did. We did. 
I know fire. you are on fire, man. I, I'm. I, I circumstances, it up. There's no Circum- doubt about circumstances, it. Listen to circumstances, circumstances. No receivers. <laughs> Mark Cooper's got COVID. CD Lamb bangs his head on the turf after 14 oh. yards in the first half. Those other guys dropped at least six oh. passes. Yeah, Dak Prescott looked like a shell of himself yeah. off the bye yeah. week. They looked terrible. Yeah, he had nobody to throw to, so he should have yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's it. We were all on the Patriots in this one, which now sets us up for Superbook Sports, the Barber Brothers Games of the Week. Make sure before you lock in your picks that you stay on top of the latest lines at Superbook.com and download the Superbook app. All right, Tiki, you are up first. What's your game of the week? This is rivalry week in the college football landscape. We've all seen the latest college football playoff rankings. Ohio State has jumped Alabama there, too, in the the rankings right now. And just sitting outside the top four is the University of Michigan. Uh, This rivalry weekend, which is going to be fantastic. By the way, I'm going to be at Bedlam. That's in Stillwater, Oklahoma State Cowboys hosting the Oklahoma Sooners. That one also has college football playoff implications, but I won't talk about that one since I'm calling that one. But University of Michigan, Ohio State is always a rivalry, depending. No, doesn't matter how good either of these teams are. But Jim Harbaugh at Michigan has not beaten Ohio State in his in his time back at Ann Arbor. This game is the game of the weekend because so much is at stake. Obviously, the Big Ten East, whoever wins this game is in line to win the Big Ten East and then therefore play in the Big Ten Championship. And if you win the Big Ten Championship this year, if you're Ohio State or Michigan, you're guaranteed to be in the college football playoffs. So this right. game has a ton, ton of implications. Um, Michigan's old school. They play great defense. They run the ball with two backs, uh, uh, Blake Corum and Hassan Haskins. Their quarterback, Cade uh, uh, McNamara, is okay. He's not great. They don't have a ton of weapons, and they don't play that kind of game. They are getting eight points in this Mm. game. They are plus eight. Remember, Jim Harbaugh has never beaten Ohio State. Right. And he will not beat Ohio State, and he's going to get blown and kick blown to the curb. Why? Because Ohio State has had an unbelievable offensive explosion. C.J. Stroud is probably the Heisman favorite right now. He threw six touchdowns last week. Yeah. Travion Henderson, their running back, is fantastic as well out of the backfield as a runner and as a receiver. But they don't need to catch the ball because Garrett Wilson and and, and Chris Olave, uh, and and as well as uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, they have so much talent on this offense that it's. Almost, it's impossible to stop them. And so I think this eight points, laying eight, um, even though it's in the big house, it's in Michigan, I'm going to take Ohio State to run away from Michigan and solidify themselves in the Big uh, Big Ten East, win the Big Ten, and get into the college football playoff. I like love it. it. Love yeah, it. that's uh, good. some good college action. Uh, it is rivalry week. I thought you were going Virginia, Virginia Tech. but <laughs> Well, there are two of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought about Virginia, Virginia Tech. By the way, who would have bet at the beginning of the year that James Franklin would sign a 10-year extension with Penn uh, State? Wow. <laughs> yeah, he played him. I'm going All to right, Ronnie, What do you got for us? What's your game I, of the I, week? I did think about Virginia, uh, Virginia Tech at Virginia. I think Virginia's getting seven in that game, and it would have given me a chance to talk about Brennan Armstrong and why nobody in college football is talking about Brennan Armstrong, who has 4,000 yards passing this year already and 30 touchdowns. He's just he's – a, he's a stud. But regardless, my game of the week is uh, – it's going to be predictable because it involves my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shocker. And 
the Indianapolis Colts. I I absolutely love the Bucks in this game. They're 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 uh, minus three on the road, uh, and people are high on Indy. Um, obviously, they beat a suddenly uh, floundering Bills team, which you know we kind of talked about too. Uh, but they play people close all year. You know, they, they they're probably coming off their most defining win. You know, four takeaways at the Bills. Uh, but when I looked at this game, I was like, this is going to be one heck of a game. Yeah. Solely because of Jonathan Jonathan Taylor. When I watched the film of him, the quality of his runs, not just that he's getting a lot of volume, but the quality of those runs, the way he, the manner he's stiff arming people and making people miss or just flat out running through them, it's just, you just your jaw drops. He's averaging 5.8 yards per carry. So wow. what does that allow you to do? It allows you to own the game in time possession. They're third in the league in this. And, it, it, and the way they beat Buffalo last week was the turnovers. But, yes, they ground out time possession. I think they had 37 minutes of time possession last week. And the best way to handle the Bucks is to do that. Car- they asked Carson to do very little. Uh, but in, a, in, in this game, you're going against the number one run defense in the NFL. And they've been the number one run defense in the NFL since – I think since Todd Bowles got there, it's been at least three years running. So, so if it comes down to Carson Wentz having having to throw the ball, he's got one 400 yard game, and it was that loss to Baltimore. He's got four games, four other games where he hasn't thrown for 200 yards. I think it's going to be one of those games because Tampa Bay looked really good last week. They finally looked like a team uh, that uh, that that is going to repeat. They got off their two game skit. Brady looked rhythmic. Byron Leftwich had his, by far his best play calling game of, yeah. of the year. They got Gronk back, which was as if you Huge. watched the game, you saw how important he was. And I just feel like whenever there's close games and Tom Brady's involved, they're going to win. Their defense is playing better. So if they got to go score a touchdown at the end of the game, they at least cover this three points. Uh, so I'm I'm going with the with the, with the Bucks. I, I do respect both of these coaches, Frank Reich and Bruce Arians. They 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 are really respected, and they'll get their team ready to play. But I think the Bucks are just too good in this one. All right, Rondé going with his Tampa Bay Bucks, who come into this game four and six against the spread. But uh, yeah, they're. They covered last week as I'm sorry, Tiki didn't mean to bring that back up, but <laughs> they might be turning things around. Uh, they come in. They are currently, uh, according to Superbook.com, they are a minus three favorite on the road at Indy. Well, guys, uh, great stuff as uh, you know, it's Thanksgiving week. So in honor of the holiday and of course, overeating, you know, we introduce a new segment called played it or pass it. We're going to get uh Three rapid fire Thanksgiving day bets. Uh, you're either going to put on your plate and bet it, or you're going to, to pass it. Um, but you know, guys, Hey, listen, it's such a great holiday. You spend it with your family, your friends. It's, it's snowing a little bit here in Colorado. It just feels like uh winter is coming up. Um, just give us some thoughts on, on what, uh, you know, what are some of your favorite uh, Thanksgiving family traditions? 
Yeah, these have had to be reinstituted because for much of our lives, going back really to college, we didn't have Thanksgiving. We were playing football. We were sure. amongst our our college teammates and uh, friends that were staying on grounds while we while the Thanksgiving holiday happened. And then you get to the NFL, you're obviously playing. So for right. 15 years for me and for 26 for Rondé, no, no, 22, 21 or so for Rondé, we really didn't do anything for Thanksgiving, yeah. um, you know, but now it's about family. It's about getting together. I'm traveling this weekend, as I mentioned before. Uh, so I'll be out in Oklahoma. There's a good chance that I'll get to, to, to see my father out there, which would be great. Oh, uh, I awesome. made my half brother and half sister. Uh, and so it's it, for me, it's still a little bit of a travel, but it's also it's toned down a little bit more than it has been in the past. Well, I think the best thing about Thanksgiving, uh, at least for, for me this year, is that I'm not hosting anybody. I'm going to my mother-in-law's <laughs> house, uh, and then I get to do, go do Friendsgiving, which <laughs> which is Heck a lot yeah. better than having a thousand people uh, coming uh, coming uh, it, over to my house. Uh, and then, you know, Friday, I'll get to go play golf, so. Of Perfect. course, I we knew it was coming. Exactly. And there's somehow you were working in a round or two. I got to start Mike, keeping Mike, a Mike bottle. Of told, Mike, Mike Rigg just told me you got to mention that you're playing golf. I'm yeah. like, well, I am, so I might as well mention it. I got to start keeping a <laughs> bottle of whiskey next to me, so every time Ronde talks about golf, I take a shot. But then I'll be, <laughs> oh, then, I'll be then I'll be hammered for my Moose and Maggie hit, which is local WFAN, right after this show. So <laughs> yes, you will. I improve your performance under. <laughs> go with the over uh it's great guys no uh, same thing with me it's all about family and uh, i'm with you ronde for the first time in a while we are not hosting so mm. um we are doing appetizers and we will play some football in the backyard that's a tradition so uh but it's gonna be fun and and i can't wait it's uh we always overeat and and mm -hmm. that's why we we're basically gonna do some rapid fire bets here with Played it or pass it. Uh, we're we're focusing guys on the Thanksgiving Day games. Three games going on in our first uh, first one. We're gonna go with. All right, I love this one. The Bears three and seven at the Lions. O oh, and nine and one. Um, here's the bet: Lions plus one fifty on money line. Are you plating it or are you passing it? Um, I'm going to I'm going to plate this. The the Lions have lost a lot of games in a row. You know where their last win was? Week 13, 20 of 2020 versus the Chicago yeah, Bears. <laughs> Give me that one. By the way, DeAndre Swift has started to play great football. 130 and 136 yards rushing the last couple of games. Late season fantasy pickup might want to be him. So I'm going to plate that one. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you, and then in, in the spirit of us agreeing, because <laughs> look, they uh, got to win at some point, right? Yeah, I don't like Chicago at all, <laughs> at all, at all. Yeah. Uh, and Justin Fields is hurt. Andy Dalton came in through for two hundred some yards last week. Who cares? They still lost. Uh, you know, uh, I think Jared Goff is still going to be out in this game. Um, it looks and, like it. Yeah, so Tim Boyle will have to, you know, turn around and hand the ball off to Andre <laughs> Swift. I'm taking a play too. I love it. We said this a few weeks ago. Would the Lions go 0-17? We all said no. And I, I predicted this would be the game that the Lions won. I'm staying with it. And I'm taking them on the money line as well. I mean, they can't win, but they can 
cover the spread. They're six and four <laughs> against the spread. So yeah. I, I think that trend changes this week. I, I like, I'm going with the Lions on uh, Thanksgiving. All right. So we, um, number two, our second game on played it or pass it. We've got the Raiders. Oh man, what is happening in Vegas? The Raiders five and five traveling to Dallas to take on the seven and three Cowboys. Guys, Vegas Raiders are plus eight. Are you plating it or are you passing on it, Rondé? I'm passing on this one. The Raiders have given up even on Rich Bisaccia, who I who I love. They are playing so inconsistent on offense and on defense they are just they are a complete shell of themselves they let Joe Mixon run for 180 yards last week or something 130 yards last week yeah. and I was looking at a stat fifth time that's the fifth time this year that the Raiders have allowed a running back to go over 140 yards or a team to rush for 140 yards that is just ridiculous so minus eight it could go to more man dallas is going to rebound we know that uh, uh dak prescott and, and and ezekiel elliott are not going to have re- repeat bad days uh this is this is cowboys all the way yeah ZQ. i'm 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 gonna plate this one as well i'm gonna disagree for the first time today why? finally here why? we go why? because the cowboys they made some adjustments to their offensive line Longtime starting guard connor williams was was benched for another connor connor mcgovern and he got abused like yeah. se- severely abused by chris jones of the kansas city chiefs chris jones had three and a half sacks against them it was embarrassing and that's why jack prescott felt under pressure zeke didn't run the ball well i think that continues max crosby he only has five sacks on the seasons but he's leading the league in qb pressures and second in the league in qb hits and so they can get after this cowboys team uh, i think they keep this one close i'm going to play it eight all right i love it a uh, couple of just stats coming in dallas six and one against uh the spread over their last seven home games raiders two and five against the spread uh their last seven road contests all right final game for played it or pass it We've got the Buffalo Bills traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Buffalo six and four, Saints five and five. Guys, we've had some major line movement in this one. Buffalo opened as a minus four and a half favorite. The current line, according to Superbook.com, is Buffalo minus six and a half on the road. Guys, are we plating it or are we passing it? I'm going to plate this one also. I'm plating all of these. It's it's Thanksgiving, man. You got to eat. Like, you got to eat. Look, Buffalo played horrible last week, mainly because of uh, the turnovers, which we which we mentioned, but also because they got behind against a team that could four-minute the hell out of you for three quarters, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. So they could just yeah. run downhill. That's what Ronda was talking about, and Buffalo didn't have a solution for it. They still have the number one rushing de- or number one overall defense going into last week. I think it was an anomaly. Anomaly game. I think they need to get back to spreading themselves out, playing mm-hmm. 11 personnel instead of that 12 and, and, and 21 that they tried to throw on the field. It's not what their personnel is, is dictated uh, towards. And New Orleans is is faltering right now. I love Sean Payton. He's my dude. Uh, but Trevor Simeon is just not ever going to be able to get it done for you, no matter how many thir- fourth quarter touchdowns with six minutes to go in the game he threw. I'm also I'm also playing this one. I mean, come on, Trevor Simeon. Uh, good chance that Alvin Kamara is not playing this right. defense who was, if you watched them just a month ago, looked like one of the best units in, in the, in the NFL. 
is now just seething yards. Yeah. And, and, and to ask this offense, to ask Sean Payton to put his offense out there against a, a, a team in Buffalo whose defense is still number one in the league, and people keep saying, oh, is the Buffalo defense slipping? Look, every great defense has a bad game. They had a bad game. They are a good t- defense and number one in the league for a reason. They are going to eat <laughs> on Sunday in, uh, in, uh, or on Thursday in uh, in the Superdome. Take this, man. There's there's the Bills, Josh Allen will not continue to be this bad. Yeah, I think he turns it around too. Keep an eye on that line and if Kamara is going to play or not. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned Simeon. Yeah, you know, after he took over for Winston, he got that win when he stepped into the game. But since then, 0-3. Yep. So uh, that is – I'm I'm plating that too. We are feasting on Thanksgiving with uh, laying some numbers. But uh, I love it, guys. And that's uh, going to lead us now to our viewer question of the week. Superbook has given you a chance to hang with the Barber Brothers in Las Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. That's February 12th and 13th. All you have to do, send us a question via Twitter. And if your question is picked and I read it on air, you automatically are entered into the drawing. Hit us up at Superbook Sports, at Rondé Barber, at Tiki Barber, and at R. Cruck. And you're in. It's just that simple. And speaking of simple, we have a really straightforward, simple question this week, fellas. It's coming in from the fight analyst uh, mm-hmm. via Twitter. He simply asks, who's the better looking barber? Oh boy. Ding mm. ding. It depends on whether or not you like facial hair. <laughs> we look the same. Rondé's going epic with that beard. Uh, it is. It's, it's getting to the point where it's graying. You're starting to look like oh, Ed Reed. It's not, it's, it's not to the point. It's past the point. It's past the point. It's <laughs> going to be fully gray soon. Uh, so it's all personal preference. Do you want it nice and clean or do you want it our suit? <laughs> Look how look how fat his head is. Look how <laughs> nice and narrow and, and and chiseled my my jawline is. Wait, you should have seen me when I was thirty pounds heavier playing football. <laughs> oh, talk yeah. about meathead! I've got a lot of compliments about my beard. Thank you very much. That's because you you do how, groom it well. Like you started to groom it well. How long? It's has been, been uh, it's this this has probably been two months. It doesn't grow that. It doesn't grow like long. It just kind of gets yeah rare. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I know that feeling too. I know that feeling too. That was well, a long answer. The short answer is me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Adjudicated by the uh, uh, shorter answer, me. There you go. That's what I was expecting. I mean, we opened the show with, you know, some smack talk about the Bucks and, <laughs> and the Giants, and we, the love fest began and we agreed with everything. And now we end with, uh, the disagreement on this question that's the way you do it i mean well done guys. we are identical so i mean yeah. <laughs> does it really matter no <laughs> thank you to the fight analyst for sending that in make sure you send us a question every week during the week whenever and uh you are into uh, you'll be entered into the contest for a great trip to vegas to hang with us in vegas can't wait for that Super Bowl weekend. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up another episode of Betting with the Barbers. Uh, Again, happy Thanksgiving to you guys and your families. Any final thoughts before we uh, kick off on Thursday? 
Yes, obviously, happy Thanksgiving, but also another thank you to the Wicked Wolf Tavern. If you go there on Saturdays, it's a, it's chaos. It's like you're back in college. Uh, nice. On Sundays, it's a little bit more tame because all the people who were drunk the night before are just taming watching <laughs> football. So thank you, Wicked Wolf. Uh, hope you get people go shout them out uh, out in Hoboken. And happy Thanksgiving. Uh, the Giants will be better with Freddie Kitchens calling plays. Ooh, yeah, I believe that. That is solid. <laughs> That is solid. Uh, some good games this week, but yeah. just like it has been all year, seven dogs covered last week. So <laughs> be careful what you, yeah. what you bet on. This This NFL season is impossible to predict, uh, but still got to love football. Absolutely. Best one Thanksgiving week. Yep. No better day. All right, guys, enjoy Thanksgiving. Uh, Great job, as always. Can't wait for these games. I'm with you, Rondé. There's some great matchups this weekend and on Thursday. All right, so make sure you sign up and get in on the action at Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow us on social media at Superbook Sports. Betting with the Barbers airs on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube and at superbook.com. New episodes drop every Thursday at 6 Eastern and 3 Pacific. And make sure you're looking for our picks and clips from the show throughout the weekend on social media. The podcast version of Betting with the Barbers is available on Apple and Spotify. For Rondé and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Crock. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the games. Been locked into the Betting with a Barbers podcast. 10, 5, touchdown, Tiki Barber! Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All Pro NFL stars Tiki and Ronde Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Ronde Barber broke up the play. Ronde Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.